It was arguably the upset of the round. Who'd have guessed that the Brisbane Lions would run riot, rolling Hawthorne by 56 points at the Gabba. The loss saw the Hawks slip out of the eight, and in the aftermath, we've been left wondering, is the team up to the task? Where do we go from here? What needs to change? Well, strap in because we're going to answer all those burning questions and many more over the next hour or so. Hello and welcome to the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club, the Hawk Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and sitting across from me is a man who might be thinking twice when he books his next trip. G'day, Tiz. Well, that was weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> Got a message from the club just before the game. Happy birthday for everyone at Hawthorne Football Club. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't concentrating. <laughs> Anyway, I got down there, Yep. got down to the ground and having a great time watching the boys put it through the big sticks. Impy comes over, I get a selfie, just having a great time. So um, anyway, I booked another trip. Tassie or? No, no, not Tassie. No. Okay. Where have we got coming up? Oh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with the boys, so. Hanging out with the boys? Yeah. So you had a taste of hanging out with Jarman on the, on the boundary line. I you... did, yes. <laughs> oh, that was an extended uh, selfie of about 20 seconds. <laughs> so you've gone in for a bit more. Where are you going this time? Well... I thought the US <laughs> in September, oh. but apparently Duray and Brand mightn't be making it. <laughs> okay. They'll be playing finals. Oh, right. Yeah, in the VFL. going to say, did Oh, I'm a little bit bitter, I tell you. It didn't oh, even make the cut go, for, the, for the team trip. Jeez. Go all that way. Yeah. And uh, first 10 minutes, I'm recognised, either my voice or something. Tazzy Hawk recognised me, he's sitting in front. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. We'll shout, so out was, to, shout out to him. He was a highlight of the day. Yeah. Him and Impey and Gunston and everyone else, raffle them. We'll, we'll get to a, uh, a very special meeting that you had towards the end of the podcast. Cause I, oh, yes. We're, we're, that's not, we're not ending this podcast before that gets a mention, okay? So stay tuned for that. But before we get into the recap of the game, I just want to say you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes, listeners. Bumped up to 72 ratings. We were stranded on 69. Now, while it is a great number, Tiz, <laughs> we did want to boost it up a bit. And people responded, which is great. Um, there's someone who left a review as well. We heard from Von Toby. Who this said, is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of backhanded compliment. <laughs> it's an interesting... Hawthorne players deserve. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one to leave, but we do appreciate it. We heard from Von Toby. You said, first time I've heard the podcast, although I often make contact via Twitter at HawkTalkPod. Uh, first, time, first time call a long time listener. Yeah, I was, he says, I was surprised how good it was. Amazing. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed all this focus on the Hawks. Well done, guys. Yeah, you come here for the Hawthorne Football Club, and that's all we're going to give you. Find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. And as I said, Twitter at hawktalkpod. And gee, didn't that light up for all the wrong reasons this week? Yeah, well, you said we were making a recording and everyone decided that they'd uh, put them on blast. Basically, the whole culture of the club. <laughs> well, I do that. I like per week before the podcast. I generally like to put it out on Twitter. I'm like, do it, we want your questions, your opinions, or comments, and uh, you know, we get a, a fair smattering of people having their say. But I mean, this week especially was just uh, it exploded. People it, really wanted to have their voice heard. Yeah, which we really appreciate too. Uh, I mean, I did tell Hodgie to retire. Uh, did you? <laughs> did yeah. you actually? Yeah, after we keep the first four. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're riding high at that point. Not great. How could you have known what was going to happen? I know. No one could have predicted. Got the record on my lap, just putting a four in. Yeah. Look up, there's Hodgie. Should have retired, mate. <laughs> yeah, how many times has he heard that along the journey? For, for the first nine rounds of the season. He's heard it a million times. And then someone behind me yelled out, again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was a beautiful day. Got there. Nice little ground. They kept this in mind, you know, because we were yeah. non-competitive for a lot of that game, so they turned the scoreboard off. <laughs> I did notice that. The commentary pointed it out. I'm like, I did While I was live tweeting, I did think to myself, well, that's one upside. And, and <laughs> the players this, don't know. And to underline that it was for the benefit of the travelling fans, mm. uh, they made the scoreline actually appear a little bit more competitive when they announced it over the PA. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, they'd be like five minutes behind in terms of how many goals have been kicked. Yeah, very hospitable. Yeah. When it did go back on, you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really was that bad. The final score being Brisbane 29-129, defeated Hawthorne 11-7-73. Now, I just want to kick things off in this recap with a uh, question from one of our Twitter followers, uh, Andrew, at Hawk Talk Pod. He hit us up and he asked us, did Clarkson get outcoached? Were the players ordinary? Or both. Our back line is one of the worst in the AFL. It's hard to dispute that at this point. It sounds like that's false because there's teams well below us. Mm. This week, 
we have the third worst inside 50 to goal ratio conceded. Our ability to absorb pressure as a backline force isn't really up to standard. But having said that, you can't really defend unless you can attack. Which we cannot do to save ourselves at and the moment. And so now we're looking at both ends mm. as non-functioning. But I think we need to look at attack and how we go about that because we're not, we don't have a lot of confidence going forward. No, here's how I saw things. Obviously, as you mentioned, we were better for a small portion of that first quarter. Then it kind of slipped away from us, <laughs> it's fair to say. That was the only bright spot of the game Mind for me. Mind you, they got a couple of dubious free kicks to get them going. They did. They, they you know, it's, it's hard because I hate blaming the umpires, but it was a bit suspect all day for mine. Well, I tell you what really frustrated me. Mm. Brand. Yep. I don't want to call him Zach too. Oh, oh, no. But there was an element of panic and giving away a quick free. But you, but will, then, you will panic when the service is... Yeah, well, the service wasn't tremendous. Right? Yeah, but it was quick, and it that's was, all that matters. It was quick, and it was low, and it was hard. Yeah. But also, our back line was undersized. Yeah. I felt for the boys a little bit, but, geez, uh, brand handball to Jeray, who had Charlie Cameron right on his hammer. Yeah. Yep. And everyone was like, oh, Jeray, what a hopeless case. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, who gives it to him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's in the eye line. It's yep. not like Brand. Anyway, so it, that'll come. Mm. But I thought David Mirror was very good for us. We did have one highlight in the, in the deep in the third quarter, I think, where Warple kicked mm. his first goal. Warple did kick his first. It was. Um... And displaying the culture of the club, everyone got around him. Yeah, I felt as though it was a bit unceremonious given the. Uh the state of play in terms of the scoreline. It was not everything I'd built it up to be in my mind, unfortunately, Tiz. I, I hoped no, but, better uh, for remember, his first goal. But who anyway. was the bloke who kicked his first goal for Essendon a couple of weeks ago and nobody even mm. came to him and celebrated? I'm just pointing that out and saying okay. that the group is still... Yeah, fair enough. ...cohesive. Do yeah, you know what I mean? team, yeah. Even <laughs> when they're getting thrashed, mm. they still take the time out to, to go and celebrate with James Warple. Honestly, I... Cannot remember too many highlights beyond the first quarter, but that that was one. Well, Mitchell Lewis was involved in the first goal. Love a little pickup yep. from inside the goal square for Gun- Gunner to get the opener. Yep, and after a few more goals, the Lions sort of woke up, put the clamps on. Yeah. Um, they structured up properly, which they weren't to begin with. Harris Andrews played very, very well. He'll be a very good backman for years, um, which made it all the more difficult for Ruffy and, yep. and Mitchell Lewis in his... Debut game, Ruffy yeah. went into the back line, leaving Mitchell Lewis to key forward. <laughs> and I was like, you poor bastard. It's a bit of a tough assignment. And I heard someone say, that is the worst <laughs> debut game I've seen for years. And I was like... Oh, that's a bit rough. Yeah. I was just trying to think of the other ones. But, you know, it's not the kind of thing I try to recall, bad debut games. No, but I, I disagree strongly with that. I don't think he was appalling by there's, any measure. There's something at the back of my mind. Some Hawthorne great didn't get a touch in his first game. Yeah, right. Can't remember who it is. Someone will know. Okay, well, maybe hit us up at Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter for that one. Um, so, I guess eventually, when the Lions woke up, we're confronted by a side that found their hunger. They were playing like a side that were playing for pride, pun intended, being the Lions. Right. But they were they were an zero and eight, and they had to win one sometime. And they were, they've been close along the journey as well, but um, they finally decided, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to win this one. Well, I'm going to put my hand up here mm. and go. I'd booked my flights ages ago. <laughs> my mates were ready, and I saw six changes. And I was like, oh, well, boy. that just takes the absolute carpet from under us. Well, here's the thing. We heard from Toby on Twitter who said, heads need to roll. Who do we have in waiting that can show heart, delivery, and contest with confidence? But here's the thing, Toby. Like, with all due respect, heads already rolled. We, we made six changes. Now, look. So la- six changes six meant changes. we were highly unlikely to win. But I never thought we'd lose by the margin that we did. True. I, I agree with those both those points. I, I think the other thing I want to say is, last week on this podcast, after the Sydney loss, I did name, nominate six players this is, yeah. that I thought were dead set liabilities in that game and needed to be looked at. By no means was did I you... advocating <laughs> that they swing the axe to that extent and actually we, cut well, we actually six players. said that. On the pod, they cannot do that. Yeah, that's right. You pointed it out, and I absolutely agreed with you. You said, no way, mate. They're not going to drop six. I said, no, and I hope they don't. But some of these players need to be looked at. Now, four of those people 
that I nominated didn't when? make the cut. Plus Jager and uh, Jeray was a survivor, which mm-hmm. uh, many people were upset about <laughs> considering his output on the weekend. Um, as you said, that's up for debate with the contributions of the other backline members. But Well, I tell you what, Hardwick didn't lose a one-on-one. Hardwick was great. You could see it in the first quarter. He was up for the challenge. He was, he was a very solid contributor throughout the whole game, I thought. But um, I just don't think you can expect much when you gut a team like that. And you're completely right. Six players is, it's too many. It hurts the cohesion of the team. Maybe three at most. I thought O'Brien would definitely go out once Lewis, once Lewis was named to debut. I thought he was certainly he out. He played full back at Box Hill. <sighs> How'd that turn out? Is that well, okay? He was high-fiving the crowd, so it can't have been too bad. <laughs> he found some mates. That's good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My uh, dad went along and watched. He said Lover wasn't too bad. Lovell played, according to uh, the coach, his best game hmm. so far this year. So, oh, look, a lot of people got back to us on Twitter and said, oh, this is what you wanted. Not not really, though. He also said Langer's looked like he didn't belong at that level. <laughs> so what? Further AFL down? Level. <laughs> I could have stomached watching Langer's on the weekend, I tell you. I mean, compared to what we actually watched, who knows? There was one, high, uh, there was one bloke who had the most inside 50s for the... Hawks this year. Is that? Impy. He was good. Hmm. Yep. He's really developing, that boy. He's taken the number four, and when we brought him in, we thought, this is an obvious sub for Hartung. Oh, I thought you meant Ladson. <laughs> yeah, we're going way back to Ladson, sure. We've oh, been, you know, happy memories. We've been trying to cover <laughs> that loss for years of Rick Ladson, and we've only just managed with Impy. No, I, I mean, Hartung goes out of the side, we bring Impy in, and you would say at this point, uh, he's had a number of games where you're like, yep, good move. Who else did you like the look of? Obviously, Gunston hit the scoreboard, I think, four straight. So you can't really fault that. Yeah, I'm not sure what Bruce was doing, but I believe he had a... Uh, Used in the midfield a, a bit changed more? changed role. Mm. Yeah, it didn't seem a lot up forward. Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, there's not a lot of... A <laughs> lot to take out of the game, to be quite honest. No, not really. Um, now, circling back around to what Andrew asked, uh, did Clarkson get outcoached? It did perhaps seem that way a bit, only insofar as he didn't really have a plan B, did he? Once the Lions started getting on top, they just gradually steamrolled us after that. Apparently, Clarko contacted uh, Jeffrey Mm. and gave some reasons as to why he was making so many changes last week. Okay. I would so desperately like to know what the reasons were. Mm, I'd love to be a fly on the wall somehow in two locations at once. Because... Given that it was a phone call. Losing to... Sydney mm. by kick and a half. Mm. I mean, did he chuck the toys out of the cot? What happened? What did he see yeah. that made him want to make that many changes? Well, here's the thing. So in our recording after the Sydney match, we did note that perhaps I was a tad negative. I felt it was interesting that... Well, he I'd, was obviously mu- as frustrated, if not more so, than we were. This is kind of what I'm alluding to. Because he came out on 3AW after the game that Saturday morning... And, you know, there's all this talk of him contemplating his future, whether he's the right guy for the job, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, how, so how badly saying, is he taking this? You know? Are you saying that he has a game plan and the boys ain't following it? I would love to know what the game plan is. If it is what I think it is, and it does involve just putting it high into the forward line and waiting for our Mosquito fleet to do the work, if that's the game plan, that is a terrible game plan. <laughs> Or or it could be that that is the symptom of the players not following the game plan. They lose sight of it, and that's the strategy that they formulate I out guess on the so. ground. Yeah. Is, is that, that, is that, that, to me, does not look like a strategy. No, it can't. It, surely that's not it. Surely that's not the message sent down from the coach's box that that's what we need to do. Mm. Can it just be that the players are constantly relapsing into this mindset that, oh, we're out of options here, just pump it forward. You know when we look good? Mm. When Hendo gets over the back. Yep. That, I think, is how Any, the game plan's meant to be going. Anyone, really. Well, not, not, not just when him. Hendo does it, you're mm. like, oh, this we're going well. <laughs> yeah, it's what he does well, yeah. Well, you know, he, he they create the space for him. That just doesn't happen. That doesn't just happen. Mm. They all push up and let Hendo run through the back, and someone blocks... <laughs> the bloke trying to mark him. Yep. You know, it's um. Look, it's fascinating to watch. Um, in terms of, it's w- not the word I'd use at this point. No, it is fascinating to watch because <laughs> we know Clarko is brilliant at what he does. Mm. So 
to try and work out from the scanned information we have just what he's going for is fun, right? Mm. As long as you keep winning enough games, right? But to to see what he does this week is going to be fascinating because the West Coast are mm. looking Tip brilliant. Top. Yep. Right? They've just demolished Richmond at their home ground. Yep. I mean, the Eagles' home ground. Yes, I know, yep. We have to go to Etihad for some reason. Mm. I hate Etihad. <laughs> and so do the boys, I think. They don't seem to play too well there. In terms of selection, uh, are you looking at major changes this week? We heard from uh, Jarvis as well on Twitter saying, personnel I think is not the issue. How can the lads regain some effort? See, it's very hard to have effort if you're wondering how quickly the ball's going to come back. That was my point exactly that I was just going <laughs> to make. You're not going to make... run forward of the ball, really, if you know it's going to be going straight back over your head and you've you, got a man up in a minute. You get a bit demoralised after a while when you're not seeing any reward for your effort. This is this is absolutely correct. When you pump it in and then it just gets, in a slingshot fashion, just rebounded immediately, and you're chasing tail the entire day, not only do you stop wanting to put in effort, you don't have much in the tank left. Because you've just been chasing players all day when, when you've had shoddy forward 50 entries and it doesn't work out and it goes all the way back up the other end. You're just chasing people all day and you stop having A, motivation, but B, ability. Uh, you also do this thing where you don't want to be exposed rather than... You start playing for yourself a bit yeah, rather than adhering to team structures and doing the team thing. Yeah, I think that's true as well. And so that's when it entirely falls down because it is a team sport. <laughs> and you get exposed terribly at that point as well, a team. Well, again, I, I circle back around to the that's question. That's why Brand didn't seem to have any help. <laughs> I circle back around to the question of do we make many changes this week? Obviously, you know. Well, I, I don't think people have been saying Segler. You don't think it's time? 80% of a VFL game and then mm. coming in and playing against Nick Nananui on that awful Eddie Head Stadium yeah. surface. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that as well. Yeah, I, I would hope they err on the side of caution. It sounds good in theory in some ways, but yeah, the, the points you've listed there. Because what I kept him out was a back injury, yeah, right? Yep. Prolonged recovery from the back injury, so I wouldn't be uh, forcing anything soon. But have we got anyone who's looking good in the VFL? I mean, apart from Lovell. Showmakers, maybe. Yeah, well, why does Shuey keep getting overlooked? Yeah, I don't know. And then you've got the question there of... There was uh, that article today that said he's one of, our, one of our greatest runners at the club. Yeah, in terms of like his distance covered. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we had someone hit us up on Twitter and ask, why aren't we using him on a wing? Ah, oh, because he's not very quick. That <laughs> could be it. But, uh, but you know, selection, first and foremost. Why isn't he seeing reward for his effort in VFL? Not sure. We had a question from uh, Ozzy Mandis as well, saying we should play O'Rourke or just trade him. Why have him if he's not getting a game? Well, if you look at the VFL this week, and he was a bit down on his output, because I guess opposition teams are now putting work into him, because he's been so stellar every week at VFL level. So, I guess if the reward for his effort was going to come, it probably should have been last week. But... I don't know. Stella and old O'Rourke in the same sentence? I'm really <laughs> not sure. But we need, to, we need to know. Isn't that the point? You're not sure because we haven't, haven't had a chance to see it. We've had a few chances. Eight? Has he had eight games or something? Yeah. That's not many, Tiz. Okay. <laughs> should I be more generous with him? Well, I'm not necessarily saying play him against the Eagles because, I mean, it's a really I tough assignment. Think, I don't think Warple will keep him out. No, probably not. He had his hair cut done. <laughs> his, his power was in his hair. I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> You've had two games, mate. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're a cult figure doesn't mean you can do what you want. Oh, that mullet on strats is unbelievable. Glorious, eh? When you're up close to it, poof. Do you reckon he washes it? It must get hot under that thing. Yeah, I reckon it get hot. Amazing. It's like a, a microverse living under it. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> oh, sorry, listeners. I grossed myself out there too, for what it's worth. Um, so, yeah, what what changes? It's it's hard to know, isn't it? When you when you cut six and it clearly falls apart that badly, then it's Do you like... you double down? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that was kind of what I was edging towards is to maybe don't do that. <laughs> Maybe don't make like bulk alterations to the side. Does he just go to Langers and go, look, I made a mistake. <laughs> Come back. Come back in. Uh, You're welcome, Langers. I'll never do it again. I'm I'm torn. Is it is it personnel? At least you or get it... the bull, mate. I don't know. Nah, <laughs> is it personnel? Is it is it structure, game plan? What what is it? Forward line we can agree is not. Alright. That so Clarko said it's hunger. Is that really the case? 
Well, I, I don't know. Would it, would you still be hungry after three or two premierships? Or maybe four? I think you've been around long enough. How many premiership players are still on that side? There's, I know there's still a fair few, but... They're all in the best 22. Yeah, but... Still. Yeah, but what, but what I'm saying is... Apart from Shuey. <laughs> what I'm saying is there's quite a few... Who does do his best work against West Coast. There's a number of players that have not seen any premiership glory in that side. Right. And off the top of my head, now I could be wrong, so I'm just straight off the top of my dome, listeners. There's, there's a you number. You should know this. You shouldn't get any of these wrong. Why? Why should? Why? The 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 you ratio. You know whether they've got a the, medal or not. The ratio of Premiership players to non-Premiership players. Oh, in the our, ratio. In our side. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, yeah, you name I am, the ones having, that don't I'm have having one. a guess. All right. I'll, I'll name the players that don't have it. You want to bring up the team sheet? You yeah. want to help me? Well, out? I'll help you through it. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you do that, I'll start rattling them off. Okay. Bloody hell, it's hard. We've been successful, haven't we? Okay, here we go. <laughs> we'll uh, go through the numbers. All right, okay. Uh, Ruffy, four times over. Um, Mitchell. Okay, obviously. so let's just do the ones that haven't had a premiership. This is what and I'm you saying. And you can count them. Okay, Mitchell. Impey. Yep. Burton. Mm-hmm. Sicily. Four players so far. Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Brand. Mm-hmm. We're up to 30. <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe. Henderson, okay. Mira. <laughs> point taken. Morrison, Warple, Mitch Lewis, and Cousins. Okay, point taken. There's still got quite a few premiership winning players in the side. I thought it was yeah. less than that. It I don't know why. It feels like it, if, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does well, this these is days. The, the, see, we're coming back to the same storyline that, mm. you know, the B grade players that looked A grade now look. B grade again. Because they don't have the supporting cast. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. That's depressing if that's the case. Well, I mean, it is, but I think our midfield was pretty bad on the weekend, to be quite honest. Hmm. Undermanned. I don't like the spine either. How much of our team do you actually like at the moment? Well, you know, it gets exposed, but... Yeah. Is there an element of Clarko being such a good coach that we've never really noticed how bad the team was? Maybe. Because that's always a problem. If you have a really good coach, mm. they can get the most out of your team. Mm. And we've seen it happen with other sides. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they think, you know, false dawn kind of stuff. Frio thought they were there, lost the grand final, haven't been back since. West Coast are coming back again now. If it is a question of hunger, now again, Man, we're, look, we're making... He a, said hunger. Well, we're making a lot of assumptions on, well, we what, have to. on what the game plan actually is. Because, yeah, we have to. We're not on the inside. So, assuming that the whole... Bomb it forward is, 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 the, is the plan. Is not the plan. You don't know that. I'm sure it's not I know, the plan. I know it's ludicrous, but we do it with such alarming regularity no, that I have to believe it's, it's somewhat encoded into the coaching. I have a feeling that Clarko does not welcome a kick it long to Ruffy with three on him. <laughs> Why does it keep on happening then? Every week. It's not just this game. Not just it's having the pressure on the midfielder running. I, I guess so. But okay, I, I wanted to, I want to take at least the presumption that it's part of it that he entertains it at least. So he's asking a lot of his players uh, to then, to compete, and he's saying that there's not enough hunger there, so we're losing the ball and it's flying up the other end at an alarming rate. Well, I'd now, actually, I'd actually say that he probably doesn't mind the kick long, right? Mm, mm. We gain distance, and then we know that a lot of scoring in AFL these days comes from. Well, you don't score on the first. Entry into the forward fifty. You score from the errant kick out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you have time to line yeah. it up and put it straight through. Do you know what I mean? So it's a pressure game. And if you can keep it down there, the yeah. fact that we can't keep it down there and stop them from just running and getting targets as they come mm. out, that's what really frustrates Clarko. Sort of entwined with that and is the idea of having the hunger to be able yeah, to work right. keep it contained. Then I turn to the idea of working smarter, not harder. You know, it's, which I know it's a, it's a cute little you know catch cry, but yeah, it's, it's like it's kind of Bill Gates. Um, he, whenever he has something that needs to be done really quickly, he gives it to the laziest bloke in the office because <laughs> yeah. they'll find the quickest and simplest way to do it. Yeah, and I'm saying maybe we shouldn't take that easiest and simplest route. It's just it amazes me how, and it's a bit different when you're like 50 points down in the last quarter. And he's put Ruffhead behind the ball, Sicily on the half forward flank, yeah. Ruffhead on uh, <laughs> uh, Burton on the wing. Yeah, so suddenly Mitchell Lewis is suddenly at centre half back. It's around that time where, like, the game is you know even before then. So the game is starting to slip through your fingers. 
maybe it's time to start bombing it because you need to roll the dice. When it's when you're kind of within, you know, a decent margin of a team that's starting to get on top, say like a 10-point, 11-point margin as it was on the weekend, the necessity to bomb it in long, for me, is just not there. You can afford to control it and play around with it. And it just astounds me how the team doesn't have the recognition that this is a, this is a possibility for them. Like, they can actually just hold the football and, and, and just chip it around until something opens up because no team in the comp is disciplined enough to hold their structure forever. You will get something that opens up eventually. But no, no team seems to... Our team never seems to recognise this. We get worried out of it, we get anxious, and we just pump it in long. We cave into it. Every time, it seems like. It's a lack of confidence. Yeah, and it's hard. If that is the case, then how do you instill that within players? It's tough. Well, it takes time. Yep. To be quite honest. Mm. And that's us watching shit football for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Could it be possible that we're not quite as good as everyone said we were at the start of the year? No, I don't think so. I think our best is still up there. It's just our inconsistency that's Mm. costing us. Mm. And... If you can't get a consistent effort out of these some of these premiership players, you know, that you can depend on week to week. Mm. And we know that Burgoyne's gonna have up and downs as he as he ages. And we know everybody under twenty two is gonna have up and down uh games. But mm. the rest of the band they should be putting in a very consistent effort. We had a few people weigh in on the uh uh, misfiring or dysfunctional forward line, I should say. We heard from Josh, who said, not having Cyril and Poppy working in tandem with pressure in the front half really hurts us when we set up. We heard from Wiley as well, who said, earlier in the season, we had Poppy, Cyril and Impey creating great forward pressure. Can't replace Cyril, but maybe, maybe giving Warple midfield time would keep Impey closer to goal and give us some creativity forward. Well, look, one of our problems for many years has been scoring from the midfielders. Mm. And that's a huge chunk for other teams that are competing for the premiership. Yep. So we need to start getting some more midfielder scoring. I mean, Smith does it with regularity, so does Hendo. But Amira, Mitchell, I mean, I think Dan Howe was unlucky to, to miss. That was a surprising one. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I yeah. didn't think he'd miss at all. But did he not do well in the Sydney game? I thought he did reasonably well. He was on Kennedy, wasn't he? Well, yeah, but, I mean, he did, he did lack a bit of confidence. He didn't mm. take the game on. Mm-hmm. Look, it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, this is a very depressing kind of read on the game. But what are we, five and four? I mean, we're pretty happy. Well, here's what I was going to ask. What are our chief takeaways from the match? We heard from Michael who said, not saying anything new here, but we've got three glaring issues. Our key position players are ordinary. He said the whole buddy team was ordinary. Our midfield runs thin. Our forward 50 entries are crap. Would be good if we could fix at least one of those issues before the end of the season. I mean, when you you look at it like that, it's pretty dire. Aren't they all personnel issues? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, let's see. Key, key position players definitely is. Midfield definitely is. Forward 50 entries, we've already debated. We're up in the air about okay, that. Okay, well, that's a tactical thing. Yeah. But so, other than that, we're not going to have a, an in-season <laughs> trade period, so we're stuck <laughs> yeah. with these fellas for the... And there's a few of those boys who are only on a contract to the end of the year, by the way. Yeah, well, I was. I brought that Jure up during the week. Yeah. Brand, as we covered as oh, well. Oh, yeah, Brand, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he seemed to have he seems to have lost favour with you, Tiz Brands. Well, I get week. the feeling that uh Clarko's little coffee with Gil backfired for Brand. <laughs> it may have, yeah. Or blocking or holding or yeah. he got whistled for everything. But that hipwood, he is a good player. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He'll come along. He give him some two time. of those goals. The other two were free. Yeah. Just because he time. puts him in from forty five from a decent angle, you know. <laughs> Can't play that boy. Yeah, he's oh, a funny looking fella though. He is all all <laughs> legs and arms, and yeah, it'd be hard to match up. Now Owen uh, hit us up and said, "What's our strategy for the rest of the year? Is it a full on rebuild year and playing the kids, or are we rushing our senior guys back to try and make a run? Can we go Tommy the Tank? Come on, you just said it wasn't all doom and gloom, and now we're talking about mate. The this is meant to be one of the greatest draft years of all time. Yeah, can we go Tommy the Tank? No, I'd rather us not do that. No, apparently that's against the culture at Hawthorne. <laughs> Jack asks, uh, are we better off giving young guys a go no matter if we end up losing? No. This, this year is a bust for me, so let's play the young guys. Again, with due respect, See, Jack, I disagree. all those as well. Yeah, no, I don't. The year's far from over. That's, I know. That's the depressing <laughs> part. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, <laughs> there's time to improve. 
Five and four. Let's not get carried away. We used to lose to Richmond. Five and four. Well, yeah, five and threes. But we are five and four. Yeah, we used to lose to Richmond. We still do. And win a premiership. Okay, I see your point. Yep. You know what I mean? And we yep. wouldn't just lose. We would be trounced. Yeah, yeah, true. We would be uncompetitive for the entire day. Yeah, now we lose against the Lions, a team that was 0-8. and eight. Yeah, and, and so get, back get... then for the premiership in a couple of years. <laughs> That's how it goes, eh? Yeah, well, they've had that many well, bloody the draft of picks. Life. Dra- they've had yeah. draft pick after draft pick, and half of them left. <laughs> so salty. Yeah. And now they've got their number one draft pick recruiting Luke Hodge. They look terrific. <laughs> look, the season's not over. It's far from over. You you surely don't think this year's a, a write-off already, right? No. Do, your prediction was top six. Do you hold firm on that? It's just inconsistency from a lot of the list, okay? <laughs> it's and just a lot of Quarko's, the list that has issues, Quarko's, that's all. Quarko's put it as hunger. Yeah. I'm not sure it's that, mm. but I have a feeling it might be. Mm. I have a feeling that it might the hunger may kick in at some point. <laughs> I mean, you, you get you get past the first six rounds... You're like, okay, we've had a good start to the season. This should go well from here. Mm. And it takes a lot of determination and also self-control to keep putting the effort in because you know you're going to be, you should be there when the whips are cracking now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. These boys have seen it all before. They know what it takes. Mm. But we need some spark, mate. We need someone to just be on that half-forward flank doing stuff that you shouldn't be able to do. Yep. <laughs> that was the case last year as well. God, we miss Cyril, don't we? Well, it just we need someone who's just going to lead the team with some panache and, you know, fire him up. Like Zorko. Yeah. He was great for them. He had 111 pressure acts. Our closest was 56 with Liam Shields. Jesus. That is incredible. Yeah. Off the chart yeah, that's kind insane. of stuff. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Because, I mean, Shields is no slouch. No. So, yeah, that is huge. I guess what I'm leading uh, towards now is the game that we've got ahead of us <laughs> against the West Coast Eagles. Sunday, one ten pm at Etihad Stadium for some reason. Can we win? Yeah. They've got some doubt over Yo and someone else. Uh, let's see here. Shui. Yo, Shuey, McGovern might not play. Um, he's awaiting the birth of his first son. Reminds you of a different Etihad game? Mm. <laughs> we haven't didn't have much luck with that last time. We'll see how we go this time, eh? <laughs> okay. Well, we we have the we have the tyranny of distance in our favour this time. That's true. That's true. So, can we win? I mean, yeah, of course, of course, we can win. I mean, as much as the Lions were due for a win, you could argue that West Coast are due for a loss, and they don't super love Melbourne. I know it's not the MCG with their trash. I can hear eyes rolling. Oh, come on. Why? I can hear... I, much as Brisbane were due for a win, they weren't due for a win. Sure they were. No, they Have weren't. Have you seen them play at all in the last few weeks? Yeah. I saw them get yeah. close to Collingwood. They should have won that. Yeah, they should have won that. Because Collingwood was so bloody awful. They brought it to Port back when Port were looking halfway decent. You get my point. That's that's not an unreasonable comment to say they were due. No, it is. Because we were absolutely deplorable. That's its own issue in its own right. Brisbane were pretty good on the weekend. You can't give them no credit. You can't say it was all down to us. Okay. All right. I won't then. <laughs> you know, you're only as... You're only as good as your defence, and our defence was terrible. You're just mad that your birthday was ruined? It wasn't ruined. It seems like it was. I'm just mad that I'm still hungover, and it's got nothing to, <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with my poor choices. <laughs> For once. Yeah. Now, um, Hawthorne <laughs> is set to face a travelling Eagles side, hoping to break an almost 12-year drought against the Hawks outside of Perth. Done. We're going to win. <laughs> wow, you turned quickly. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. All right, get the tickets. Well, I think based on that, <laughs> the Eagles are due. Oh. <laughs> no, coming up against a brick wall here, people. We're just not in sync, much like our team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Obviously, my point is that you can't base it on that. You can't base it on what's due and what isn't due, because that's ludicrous. But Do we have any uh, debutantes we can start a watch for? <laughs> you what you bored, are you? Yeah, Hanrahan watch. <laughs> Hanrahan watch. Taya Miles played well, apparently. He might come in. Taya time. Hashtag Taya time. He's played before, Chief. Yeah, but you want something to get excited about, so I have to manufacture something. Oh, well. I can Hashtag get... Taya time. It doesn't take me much to get excited. What about the <laughs> chicken salt 
special salt or something they have out of Oh, the special had. salt yeah, down there we go. had. That'll do it for me. You weren't meant to say it was chicken salt, Tiz. Oh, okay. <laughs> trademarked or something, is it? <laughs> no, they don't want you to know that's what the secret is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it vegan? Chicken salt? Why are you concerned? I don't think they're going to that much effort. Okay. Can we win? Do you think we can win? No. <laughs> Looking at me like All right, I'm a mate. crazy person. Here, I, I think I read this correctly in mm. through Tears. <laughs> 1992 was the last time that a team so low on the ladder beat a team in our position by as much as that amount. Okay. There's our form line. <laughs> so that's truly how bad historically we're playing. Yeah. When you put it like that... Well, we're playing. We played. People are listening to this just going... just in isolation. People are listening to this going, you know, I wanted reason to go to the game, and you're giving them nothing. Come back after the bye. <laughs> oh, no. No, go to Etihad Stadium, because we've seen that anything can happen. It's one of those seasons where we've seen some weird upsets, and it would be an upset. I'll give you that. It would be an upset. All right. If they think they're really good... Mm. If they believe and they're drinking their bathwater or however that phrase goes. Yep. And let's say that we've been girding our loins all week. Yes, to borrow a line from <laughs> Jeff Kennett. <laughs> Had to look that up. <laughs> Sounds filthy. Yeah, don't image search that, listeners. No, do you know what it is? <laughs> I don't want to know so what it is. So gird, like girdle. Yeah. Which just means like a tight strap. Okay. Right? And what they do is they put a tight strap around their quad and then they put an, a, a sword through it. Okay. So that was girding your loin. All right. And you just, because you were obviously running around with a dagger or a sword. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's not that bad. <laughs> Don't know why you'd image search it anyway. It's a it's a phrase. But I tell you what, the Weagles will want to kill us after that grand final. No, they'll be exhausted. Isn't that the point? Will they? They yeah. didn't seem to have to work that hard. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. They won by what? What was it in the end? It was like 40 points or something. Gee, Alex France looked good, didn't he? <laughs> I was at the airport watching it going, oh, such a good defender. Best of all time. Best of all time. Best ever. He's a really good one-on-one defender, isn't he? Then <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, maybe Brand ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the real solution for the Eagles is James Frawley. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, actually, the form lines of Shuey and Frawley against the Weagles are great. Both back in then? Yep. Do <laughs> it. Like Get that. it done. <laughs> Get it done. It's a very even competition, mate. I wouldn't write off the Hawks yet, no. but I wouldn't suggest that they're anywhere near a premiership in this current form. No. Are we better than most? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah I'd say when we're up and about, yeah. But yeah, I'm, people tipping us as premiership fancies, of which I, I don't know if there were that many, but I'd just I'd we did settle last down. Week. We actually did that last No, we week. did not yes, do we that. Did. Was, I did not We say were the that. last one who'd been in the eight the entire season. I, yeah, but this and is... And now the, that's over. <laughs> yeah, but this is the game you play with your stats. And, and, that's Tiz's stats corner. That's and, not my bag. Like, if we get back in within a two-week period, <laughs> we will be the only team to have won. <laughs> oh, no. Having been outside the eight for two weeks and still win the premiership. Oh, so, there you go. 2013. Geez. That was the year. <laughs> You're a shocker. Do you want to hear my rant? Actually, i got a bone to pick with you here. Yeah, because I didn't do it last week? Yeah. You're to blame. Oh, I was to blame? Yeah. No matter all the six changes, what whatever. Gonna, what was I going to say about Brisbane? They took Hodgie. Yeah, that's a bit shallow, don't you? You know think? Hodgie's bit... a winner. You can't beat Hodgie. That's what the whole book was about. I should have called him Fatty. Why didn't I call him Fatty? We read that book for a reason <laughs> and I forgot it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, such missed up. I'm going to have to go up there again. <laughs> Book your flights now. <laughs> but when's Hawthorne playing? Doesn't matter. When's their next game? This week, I'm off. <laughs> Sydney Lions at the Gabba. I'm off there. <laughs> Hope Hodgie's selected. Go on. Let's hear you. your takedown of the Eagles. All right, here's my rant. Now, first place on the ladder, West Coast fans. Your team hasn't been that high in years. But since we're on the subject of 2006, that was around the last time you managed anything memorable in Melbourne, wasn't it? We made sure of that. Oh, I remember it well the day you ran into a brick wall called the Hawthorne Football Club. Apparently, a few of your so-called superstars were there. That's what I've heard, anyway. I had to double-check. How about jumping Jack Darling? Hasn't he been making them stick of late? Just so you know, Jack, September's the only time it really counts for anything. And I'll be enjoying footage of you dropping that mark over and over again until the end of time. 
But hey, can we talk about the Eagles player that went missing? No, no, not Ben Cousins. I'm talking about Josh Kennedy, no longer the Eagles' best player, not even the best Josh Kennedy in the league. You gave James Frawley his best game ever. Can you outdo yourself at Etihad this Sunday? Oh, and a word about Etihad Stadium, introducing the only club that thanks their lucky stars they get to play there, because we know the truth, West Coast. You're useless at the MCG. Honestly, though, we're happy to beat you any old place. Indoors, outdoors, good surface, bad surface. In fact, I can think of one way to improve the turf at Etihad, and that's to leave 18 West Coast Eagles players laying as Hawthorne marches to victory. And that's not a prediction. Oh, no, it's a spoiler. Because Hawthorne Football Club is in a bad mood, and by the final siren, you're going to be bruised, battered, and driven into the ground so hard you'll be coughing up Etihad sand. Sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's plenty of sand to go around there. The West oh, Coast I'd Eagles love... boys love the beach, I'd so they'll be l- right at home. I'd love to see a little bit of the brutality come through on the weekend. Bring back the unsociable Hawks. There's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Just have all of our stars rubbed out instead of injured. <laughs> there you go. There's that's, the solution. That's the way to get debutants in. Debut by necessity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Mitch Lewis survive? Oh, I hope so. It's a bit bloody rank if you... Just let him in for one week. I think it'd be a bit cruel. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was, it was a and rough day at the kick office. Kick it on top of his head for the rest of the day. Oh, exactly. No, I, I reckon uh, I fancy him for a goal this week. And Eddie had he did bring the ball to ground on the week on the weekend in front of us, um, which ended up in Smith's goal. Mm. So mm. he has an intelligence about him. Mm. Uh, Warple, we're going to see Warple again. I wouldn't have thought so. All right, fair enough. Um, I, other than that, it's hard to know what we're going to do at the selection table. I guess we'll see. It won't be six changes, put it that way. I well, think. he'll be bringing in Amira and Frawley. You yep. have to. Yeah, if they're both right to go, yeah, they're in. So there's at least two changes. Um, and yeah, probably Warple out for Amira, you would think. Um, if you don't think we can win, what would you be happy with? I'd only be happy with a, with a win. but You'd only be happy with a win? Yeah. Okay. My fear is that we don't make any necessary moves in order to formulate a proper response. I think if it is a matter of strategy, I want to see something different. If it's a matter of personnel, I want to see something different, which we'll see, obviously, with two emissions. I just... I need change. for After, what, a 56-point loss, you need something evidently to be different. That's all. To be honest, a part of me goes, look, um, they couldn't afford to start like they did last year. Mm. So they came in absolutely gunning, mm. right? And now we're in a position to go somewhere. Yeah. And a few of the boys are running on low energy. Yeah. Right? So um, it might be after the bye before we start looking really quite good again. That's tough. Where, when does the bye kick in? Have we got two games until the bye or is it more than that? Two. Okay, so we've got Eagles and Port. Yeah. And then the bye and then back for Adelaide and then the Suns. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, see, my fear is that we'd go five straight losses. I mean, that... even the bye. <laughs> I've already lost two in a row, so another three. Yeah, another three. That's realistic in my mind. I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but you know what? This is no way to end a podcast. Let's let's finish it on just a few good little tidbits of positive news. Box Hill back on the winners list. That's nice. And didn't they do well? When they win, they seem to win pretty convincingly. Which yeah, is great. They do. Yep. Uh, VFLW team. Make that three from three. Yeah, undefeated. And how about this? Some positive news for us. Some exciting news, Tiz. Next week, we're going to have a special guest. He's a senior writer at AFL Media. You've heard him on SEN and the Four Horsemen podcast. Ash Brown, friend of the show, will be joining us once again. So that's awesome. We very much look forward to that. Now, uh, Tiz, speaking of special guests, I teased it at the top of the program. How about the person you ran into? Oh, the shining light in the darkness. <laughs> That's right, yeah. There was one good thing. There was a, a nice little birthday treat for you, wasn't it, Tim? As I left, distraught, <laughs> the scoreboard finally having come back on to reveal the true horror <laughs> yeah. of the event, uh, I walked out only to find myself in the awe of the great man. The great man. Dipper with his lovely greying locks and the beautiful handlebar moustache. Yep. And I went up to him and I said, could you provide a... Highlight for the day, give me a selfie. And he's like, oh, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah. Got the selfie. I said, by the way. Oh, no. Have you heard of the Hawk Talk podcast? That's a long shot. And he went, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, well, I'm part of it. And uh, we'd love to have you on. We've read out a lot of your writing. A few dipper tales. And uh, we've got a few fans Mm -hmm. that love your work, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of our best received episodes were just hearing about Dipper and 
you know, some of his life stories. People loved that. He's a larger than life character, you know, yeah. and he's very generous. Yeah, I walked out to the ground with him, and oh. he's and he said, you know, message me. He obviously thought I lived in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, like none of this shocks me because he seems like a friendly character. Like he seems like a very genuine sort. I, I did so. mention we're unofficial. By the way. Yep, no, good. Yep, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> the legalities of it. Yeah, people need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> Although anyone who's listened this far to at least this episode yeah. should know that we're unofficial. <laughs> yeah, well, we thought that about the uh, previous um, <laughs> CEO. CEO, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've got no, an immediate follow. Good to make that distinction anyway, so that we're unofficial. When are we going to message him? Because I notice he doesn't have his DMs open. That's a bit problematic. Yeah. We can't really... Well, we can't direct message him, so what's the next best bet? Well, we just... Tweet at him. Tweet at him. But it's going to be, you know, he gets a notification. And then it sort of just disappears. Yeah. So you know, like, it's just, it's just sort of, you know... No certainty that he'll read it. Yeah, exactly. It could be ages before he logs in again. And Yeah. I mean, the only thing for it is what? to get you, the listeners, <laughs> to help us out. What are they meant to do? Well, I mean... They all mention him? They all write at him? No, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not asking for that necessarily, but if we do tweet him, which we'll publicise when we do. Oh, give it a like. Yeah, just give it a like or maybe even a retweet. Just sort of put it this way, listeners. He will know that there's some love for him. Yeah, exactly. Because as much as we want to get him on the podcast, if you want him to be on this podcast, if you want us to chat to him, interview him, you can help us out. You can make that happen, hopefully. With your help, we might actually be able to do this. I'm sure he'll have fun anyway. What do you reckon we could do with him? Look, he, he's just one of those... Well, he's a legend of the club, mate. He's, yeah. he's got so many stories to tell whether they're published or not. I've got a lot of questions. Yeah, you've got questions. I've got questions too. And I'm sure the listeners have plenty of questions. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because, you know, like I said at the top of the show, I put out, you know, give us your questions, your comments, your reflections on the game. Wouldn't it be great if we could say, hey, everyone, we've got Dipper on the show. What would you like to ask? Wouldn't people go nuts for that? People would love... I, I would love that. I would love to get people's questions and feed them to him and see what he says anyway the point is if we're going to make this work we probably need your help to do it because there's no good just me and tears sitting out a tweet and then it just it gets lost it to the sands of time yeah, yeah it will just it'll just disappear and that'll be it so we probably need the, the combined effort of the listenership to help and you've been so good so far like i said itunes 72 ratings most of them five stars tears and twitter as well twitter's going well at hawk talk pod if you want to jump on there and follow us there that's where we'll be uh, hitting Dipper up a bit later in the week. And uh, Facebook as well, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. You can, uh, you can chat with us there. But uh, for now, I think that'll do it. Hashtag Dipperwatch. <laughs> Hashtag Dipperwatch. Not bad. <laughs> not I, bad. Yeah, you say not bad. I I'm seem war- to be a bit of a one-trick pony. With- I'm, I'm warming to the club again. <laughs> oh, you're feeling good? Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm glad we sort of picked ourselves up off the canvas by the end. I might even go and get my scarf out of the bottom drawer. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lie to me. You're a hat man. You're not a scarf man. <laughs> no, no, I have a scarf. Oh, you have a scarf? You know what? I pulled it out of my bag. Cause, you know, hmm. and, is this uh, in Brisbane? Why yeah, are you taking is, your yeah, scarf to Brisbane? Because I want to be visible. <laughs> It's so true. Even on a hot day here, even going to the footy, I'll still take my scarf. And I didn't realise, but I picked up one of the old scarves because you've got yeah. so many now. Of course, yeah. And uh, the uh, the badge on it was? Well, it's not Tim O'Brien because he gave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that in a box somewhere. I did buy somewhere. the Mitchell Lewis one on the ground, Oh, really? Way. So yeah. Okay. So I got that badge, but the one was I had on... or did you just buy I... it for yourself as a birthday gift? No, it's for me. Okay, right. Yeah. Selfish, anyway. Actually, um, I got my 50 cents off by showing my membership card at the Hawk's Nest. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, 50 cents off. I think it was 50 cents. Wow, it's Something generous. Like well, mind you... Well, they are I, six bucks. I was going to say, a badge <laughs> wouldn't be expensive, so I guess that's a fair discount. Anyway, yeah. moving, moving <laughs> along the financials of the transaction... <laughs> I also had the scarf, and uh, okay. on it was Shuey, and I realised the last time I wore that yeah. was probably after the 2015 grand final, because you don't wear, I don't find that, it, mm. get caught up in the emotion on the day, the grand final, you can lose your badges. Yeah, you also get tangled into the uh, regulations of the MCC as well. <laughs> they do not have badge regulations. Well, they have scarf regulations, don't they? Do they? You're telling me I never noticed. Okay, fair enough. You could have worn your scarf. Damn it. Just not in the long room. Okay, fair enough. No, no, you can wear it in the long room. No, they're good with scarves. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's good to know for next time. 
Um, so you've got a Shuey badge, you've got a Mitchell Lewis badge. I've got your Tim O'Brien badge, which is somewhere in a box since we moved. That was a great story. <laughs> remember how long it took me to find one? It took you a while. Do you remember why? No, I don't remind me. Remember his mum had bought them all? No. Did really? We, didn't, we didn't put that on the pod last time, did we? I don't think we did. Are you saying something that you're allowed to say? Probably not. <laughs> is this is this true? How do you know this? Hawks Nest people told me when I asked. No. Yeah. No way. I was like, where's all the Tim O'Brien badges? It's they, a joke. No, they, no. They yell out, hey, wasn't his mum in the other week? Yeah, they're joking, you idiot. That's a joke. Oh, I tell you what, it's the greatest deadpan delivery <laughs> I, I have ever seen. <laughs> they were kidding. They're not being serious. And if they are, that's... It was adorable. after that remarkably good game he had against Carlton. Okay, all right. There might have been a run on. <laughs> Look, all I take away from that story, because I think they are joking, if it happens to be true, that just speaks well of his parents. That he has... That's a very nice thing to do. Oh, I thought you were going to say he has value and we might want to flog him. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> all right, West Coast to Etihad Stadium. I'll be there. You going, you going to go to Etihad Stadium? I know it's a, it's a tall order because I hate that stadium, so I understand if you don't. The pained expression on your face says it all. It's at one o'clock on a Sunday. I know, it's a weird one. Could be having yum cha. Why isn't it the MCG this one? Because the league hate us. And there are the tinfoil hats. <laughs> <back out again. laughs> All right. Well, I think we're a sneaky chance. No, I, look, I, they can't control. You know, they've got to have so many games at Eddie had, don't they? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Guess, yeah, they don't have yeah. any control over that ground. <laughs> uh, Not now they bought there. it. See what you've done there. Look, uh, wrapping up, I think we're a sneaky chance. Not going to lie. After what we saw on the weekend, it's going to take a hell of an effort, and it's probably going to take a bit below the Eagles as well. Something a bit below their. Well, best. it's going to rain, so hopefully we have the roof open. <laughs> Why don't we check in with the Etihad Stadium roof account on Twitter to see if that's going to be the case. Apparently, that's a thing. You're plugging that? I don't know what it is to plug it. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't anyway, really. Run by Chris Scott. You know <laughs> or Brad. I'll be at Etihad Stadium. I may see you there, Tiz, but uh, make sure you get down and support the boys. I know the Etihad, St- Etihad Stadium's rubbish. I know it's a soulless husk of a stadium, but uh, we've just come off a bad loss, and here's where the lads need us the most. So, Yeah, it's true. No matter what happens on Sunday... Whether I'm there or not. <laughs> Whether I'm there in spirit yeah. or there bodily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will only ever be thinking about whether we can get Dipper on. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, I'm not going to lie. That's probably going to dominate my headspace for the next few days. So um, that's it for another episode of the Hawk Talk podcast. The only thing left for me to do is say we are a happy team at Hawthorne. We'll see you next week. And until then, take it away, Dipper. Dippy Dominica from 55 metres out. Good looking kick. 